Welcome to another episode of No Parachute. Today is April 7th, Tuesday of Holy Week. The first reading is from Isaiah 49, verses 1 through 6. All of the readings uh, follow along from yesterday, just a chapter or two later. Uh, The psalm is Psalm 71, verses 1 through 6, and then 15 and 17. The verse before the gospel does not uh, is not attributed to anything, and then the gospel is John thirteen verses twenty one through thirty three and thirty six through thirty eight. So Isaiah here um, again is is prophesying about Jesus, um, and it's like Isaiah is speaking in the voice of Jesus, um, but because he's 500 years before the time of Christ, it's kind of vague. Um, The Lord called me from birth. From my mother's womb, he gave me my name. Right? (laughs) You will conceive a son and call him Jesus. He made of me a sharp-edged sword and concealed me in the shadow of his arm. He made me a polished arrow in his quiver. He hid me. You are my servant, he said to me, Israel, through whom I show my glory. So uh, this Israel, through whom I will show my glory, um, kind of contradicts, or not contradicts, but um, precepts, I guess, uh, a few verses later. It says, it is too little, he says, and again, he here being the Lord or God uh, saying to Jesus, it's too little for you to be my servant, to raise up the tribes of Jacob and restore the survivors of Israel. I will make of you a light to the nations, that my salvation may reach to the ends of the earth. Wow. Wow. Obviously, uh, Isaiah was uh, a great prophet, and and this is this speaks directly to Jesus's mission. Uh, so, going back to the verses we skipped over, yep, my reward is with the Lord; my recompense is with my God. For now, the Lord has spoken, who formed me as His servant in the womb. And I am made glorious in the sight of the Lord, and my God is now my strength. Obviously, that comes uh, back to full fruition, especially now through Holy Week. Um, As in the coming days, we're going to hear a lot of uh, the John 13 uh, through 21, which is the end of the gospel of John, but obviously through the garden, um, we hear, uh, you know, if this couple pass, but not my will be yours. Um, I am made glorious in the sight of the Lord and my God is now my strength. So Psalm 71, um, the title of it is, get back to it here in my Bible, um, is prayer in time of old age. 
And we get really three parts of this psalm. Uh, We get a plea for help. The second part describes the menace who, you know, the the people who are coming after, uh, presumably David here. And then the third is uh, hope and praise. We kind of skip over uh, the description of the menace and we go straight from help to praise in, from the first three verses that we read into the last one is the praise. Uh, the responses from 15a in the praise part, I will sing of your salvation. In you, O Lord, I take refuge. So this is back to the help section. In you, O Lord, I take refuge. Let me never be put to shame. In your justice, rescue me and deliver me. Incline your ear to me and save me. Be my rock of refuge, a stronghold to give me safety. For you are my rock and my fortress. You are my hope, O Lord, my trust. On you I depend from birth. From my mother's womb, you are my strength. So that's a a cry of help, especially in these times of, of COVID that we remember who our rock, our refuge, our fortress, and our salvation is. It is so easy. There's so many of us that are busier now uh, than before this COVID craziness. Um, we're, we're settling into a new normal after three weeks here, but it's so easy to get lost in the chaos. It's easy to feel overwhelmed by the bad news as hopefully COVID is coming to its peak in the U.S. But remembering through these times, Lord, you are my rock, my fortress, my stronghold, my refuge, my safety, my strength. As we go into the verse of praise here. My mouth shall declare your justice day by day, your salvation. O God, you taught me from my youth until the present. I proclaim your wondrous deeds. This is my prayer for today that my mouth shall declare your justice and your salvation. That I may take my vocation as a husband and father and let the window through which I live today be a declaration of salvation and justice through the Lord. The verse before the gospel is hail to you, our King, obedient to the father. You were led to your crucifixion like a gentle lamb to the slaughter. We're called through Holy Week to meditate on the passion, death, and resurrection of our Lord, what that means for us, and and what it, not us, not the uh, royal we, but 
us, me, you. And it means our God and our King, the one who created the heavens and the earth, the stars, the universe, the galaxies, the nebulae, the trees, the mountains, the beauty of this world and this universe. He was led to crucifixion. like a lamb, a gentle lamb to the slaughter. So that I have a chance to be saved. If if we meditate on that a little bit, it's it's cause for tears of joy. It's cause for tears of shame. And it's cause for praise. Going into the gospel, we've got John chapter 13. Uh, What I didn't know until today, um, because yesterday I said, well, we're in John chapter 12, so we're still kind of in the middle of the gospel. And we were. There's 21 chapters in John. But John 13 through 17 all happens at the event of the Passover meal, the Last Supper. And so the beginning of chapter 13, we get um, the washing of the disciples' feet before the Passover meal. And then we get the announcement of the portrayal of Judas, which is what we're in now. So reclining at table with the disciples, Jesus was deeply troubled and testified. Amen. Amen. I say to you, which always means in the gospel, listen up, listen up. You dummies. (laughs) This is the way I read it. One of you will betray me. This had to come as kind of out of nowhere right after Jesus washes the disciples' feet and tells them, you know, whoever wants to be the greatest among you will be the least, will be the servant. For no servant is greater than the master, and me as the master has just washed your feet. And then moves right into this. One of you will betray me. The one, one of his disciples, the one whom Jesus loved, um, the beloved John, was sitting next to Jesus. So Simon Peter nodded to him to find out who he meant. And, and I, I love this visual. So John leans back against Jesus' chest and said to him, right? So they're all kneeling around a table and John's next to him and leans over and puts his head on Jesus's chest. I, I get this image because I still have young kids and they do this to me sometimes uh, if they want something um, that or they'll just, dad. Thankfully, John didn't do that here. Um, but he leans against Jesus's chest and says, master, who is it? Jesus answered, the one whom I hand the morsel after I have dipped it. Kind of a weird way to just come out and say something because he immediately then dips a morsel and hands it to Judas and says to him, what you are going to do, do it quickly. 
And because Judas held the purse, some thought Jesus had told him, go buy what we need for the meal or give something to the poor. Uh, But Judas took the morsel and left at once. So that section's kind of done. uh, And we move in to the... In my Bible, the, the titles of these sections are The New Commandment and Peter's Denial Predicted. And we get a somewhat glimpse into, this is going to be a long, longer podcast. Uh, sorry if you were hoping for 10 minutes. Um, we get kind of a glimpse into the relationship between God and Jesus. He says, now the Son of Man... Now is the Son of Man glorified, and God is glorified in him. If God is glorified in him, God will also glorify him in himself, and he will glorify him at once. The reciprocation in that relationship is, I mean, it, it's a circular reference what's happening here. Um, those of you that spend time in Excel, the circular reference where God reflects Jesus and Jesus reflects God. I took a a couple minutes thinking about this, but I couldn't really find a good correlation in our world as to how that works. Um, Then he goes, my children, I will be with you only a little while longer for you will look for me as I told the Jews where I go, you cannot come. So now I say to you, so now I say to you, right? Where I go, you cannot come. We skip over, um, rightfully so, I think in the narrative, what the new commandment is to love one another as I love you. Um, but that's because we get Simon Peter's response after that, where it says, master, where are you going? Jesus said, where I am going, you cannot follow me though you will follow later. Peter said to him, Master, why can I not follow you now? I will lay down my life for you. Jesus answered him, will you lay down your life for me? Amen, amen, I say to you, again, listen, listen, you dummy. The cock will not crow before you deny me three times. Looking through Peter's relationship with Jesus, as he's learning to follow him after he's called, we get a lot of this. Peter going, yeah, yeah, I'm your guy. I'm your guy right here. Look at me. Look to me to be dependable for you, Jesus. And then he always falls flat on his face, right? Uh, Lord, if it is you, call me out onto the water. And he calls him out on the water and, and he and he gets a couple steps out towards Jesus and then he sinks. There's there's several instances like this in the gospels and here's another. Amen, amen, I say to you, the cock will not crow before you deny me three times. I have probably among any other person in the Bible I have um, empathy for Peter because he tries so hard to be who the master is calling him to be. And he falls flat on his face time and time again. 
there's a great um, quote. I believe it's from uh, St. Teresa of Lisieux, and I'm going to butcher it here a little bit because I'm doing it from memory, that says, on the way to Calvary, Jesus indeed fell three times, and you, O little one, would like to not be like your master. Would it not be better to fall a thousand times and get up even more so that you may follow faithfully in the footsteps of your master? That is what my prayer is for today. That though we may be like Peter and we try so hard to follow in the footsteps of Christ and fall on our face, that we may get up one more time than what we have fallen in the past and continue to follow our Savior to the cross. Lord Jesus, we pray all these things in your holy and precious name. Amen.